0: Welcome to the Indefense of Ska Podcast.
1: There's a lot of like, okay, will you like Ska named three bands that aren't the Boss Tones.
0: I'm your host, Aaron Carnes, music journalist and author of the book, In Defense of Ska. And I'm your co-host, Adam Davis, veteran Ska musician from the bands Omnigon and Link 8. On our show, we aim to push back on the mainstream's negative perception of Ska music. There are so many great untold stories throughout the history of Ska. The show features interviews with everyone from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones to Fishbone, Fall Out Boy singer Patrick Stump, and the police drummer Stuart Copeland. Join us on Indefense of Ska from the Consequence Podcast Network, Hey, 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 hey. Y'all Journey through the stories that define the artists playing Bonnaroo. Who are they? What are they? What will you see? The what? Which bands? This year, that matter. Yay.
2: With Brad Steiner and Barry Corder. Mdu Maktar. Mdu Maktar, my favorite new artists of 2021. Uh, I'm just a big fan, you know? I love the sounds that he brings, the, um, I don't know, the diversity that he brings. I don't know if you guys have heard of him, but I am in love.
3: I just know the guy's connected. You think so? (laughs) He He knows
2: things. (laughs) In some form (laughs) or fashion, this guy just got scoops.
1: He 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 knows stuff for sure. We all know uh, who he is now.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, and yeah. it, it is... I don't know who his PR company is, but uh, they hit a home run this time because now everybody wants to see the Imdu Mokhtar show. Um, which, honestly enough, he sounds like a damn good guitar player. Uh, yeah. This might actually be a pretty fun show, turns out, Imdu yeah. Maktar. Yeah, if he's um, there. <laughs> so, so uh, here we go. It's uh, It's officially lineup day. The last time that we had a lineup day... Um, me, Barry, and uh, Taco were sharing a hotel room, you know, and we got to actually spend the night together at the Moxie in Chattanooga. Now, things are a little bit different.
3: That's right. Drove all over town one night waiting for the lineup to get to us. (laughs) (laughs) Going
2: going from Taco Bell to Taco Bell, uh, (laughs) picking up beers along the way. I guess we'll just keep drinking.
3: Now we got it uh, yesterday like everybody else.
2: Yeah, it uh, it does. It is kind of remarkable that um, in 2021, they're still sending the lineup to bands, thinking bands aren't going to share it with their friends. Yeah. You know, I, I this I don't mean to to you know be this kind of guy, but. It just reeks of somebody at Live Nation who's not really attached to just what they do every time. they send it to whenever they have a festival, they send it to a band, and they want the band to promote it the day of the the announcement. I don't think AC makes that mistake. yeah, I don't
3: know. you know it didn't it leaked once before, right? Was it three, yeah, four it years ago that ahead. it leaked and, and it was right, and uh, should say yesterday that the leak was correct? We got it officially this morning. Not uh,
2: not necessarily a a very smart eye, a sharp eye when it comes to poster nerding out. We'll notice a big change on the second line of Saturday. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, no, Friday. Jack Harlow on the on the on the teaser, on the little teaser thing, was on the third line. Now, second line. He's been upgraded. And, oh, oh, by the way, the other thing that was uh, different, well, it's not different, but it's different from the original lineup, the only reason I noticed it, frankly, was because Nelly was originally on the lineup performing country grammar. Well, now he's thats not even noted anymore. So the only reason I noted that Jack Harlow was moved up a line was because I was still looking for Nelly to perform country grammar, and nothing.
3: No, there he is on Friday. Yeah. Third line. Yeah.
2: All yeah, right. So. Whatever. Well, uh, it it is, it was a an actual, real, official leak. Um, turns out it was actually true. Uh, so, you know, without going, you know, too far into the show, let's let's just dive into it and tell me your initial thoughts. Are you as excited and as giddy as you were this time last year when you saw the greatest festival lineup ever created? No,
3: but no, um, but not like. <laughs> I really wanted to see Miley Cyrus. The more I thought about that after that lineup came Mm up last year, I I don't know why exactly. I just think it would be an interesting show. She fascinates me. She had a great year last year with all the little online stuff that she did. Um, But... You know there you, swap you that. get my
2: morning jacket
3: I get my morning jacket and the foo Fighters. yeah so yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna call it even but uh, that lineup last year if you were two years ago year and a half whatever it was was pretty stellar
1: I mean yeah, that
2: taco, was, uh, you as excited as uh, you were this time last year
1: for the most part I think my biggest loss is uh oyster head I was looking forward to that mm-hmm. um, but uh, we've got the Deftones. we get uh yeah. incubus
2: Man, you're uh, you might who? be the only person in America excited about Incubus. I uh, <laughs> will tell you, I uh, that was one of those I'm that not, just every year there's always one of those bands that were like, huh? Yeah, I, I'm I'm not what? saying it makes up for what we lost, but you know, <laughs> I love like, that. It, I love that we lose uh we lose Tool, but damn it, I yeah, got him. yeah. Incubus. That's big. yeah, yeah.
3: Well, <laughs> Foo, I've never seen Food Fighters. Uh, I am a huge Dave Grohl fan. I've said before on here, I, he's one of those guys that just gets it to me.
2: Yeah, we'll go, we'll go through, you know, the, I've got a ton of Who Fighters story, but let's go through some of this real quick. Just uh, some top-line impressions. The idea that, um, first off, for me, the idea that Tyler, the creator, is your Sunday end-of-festival headliner makes no sense to me. <laughs> no sense. I don't... I almost want Britney to close out the festival, to be honest with you. Um, having him as the guy that that shuts the doors down Does't really fit with anything else that Bonnaroo has ever done. Sunday has really always been uh traditionally for those guys that have been camping all week it's it's uh, a a nod and a wink to the to the the, the original Bonnaroo crowd the the all day fest uh, campers those those lifers those jam band guys are they going to stick around for Tyler the creator
3: mm I don't know. I don't know. You got Tyler. You got Lana Del Rey, uh, Deadmau, uh, Leon Bridges. Stick around for Brittany. Yeah, I know you'll be there for. Yeah, but that's. But I that's know what you're the, asking.
2: I mean, that's the. How can I put this? I mean, that. That was fish last year. You know, that was. Uh, uh, who am I thinking of? Um, Why am I? Why am I blanking on uh, some of the Sunday things? But I mean, that was that was the night that you know. Yeah. No, I. But,
3: let me ask it, it this, and and maybe it's too early because well, there's so many questions. one, we we all felt like that this year's lineup was gonna be as close to last year's as they could get it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. On the one hand, but on the other hand, we've been through something like we've none of us have ever seen in our lives. So is it a reset type of moment, Or is it get what you get the best you can get?
2: I mean, uh, are, it's you, a great, are you overthinking your question? I know. Your question, it's, a, maybe. it's a great point. It's a great point. But that is Tom Petty slot. You know, they might as well just rename the Sunday headliner the Tom Petty slot because <laughs> nobody encompassed what that final show is supposed to be to me like Petty. Yeah. And so huh? Tyler, the creator, it just feels, I feel, I'm just going to say it feels a tad Coachella. I love Tyler, though. I, I mean, I'm not going to that show. I mean, it is for lack of a better term, it is a shit show. Um, it is all over the place. Um, it's fun, but I, I, I don't need to see that again. Uh, I just don't know if that's how I want to finish my festival. Let's, uh, but to back up for a second, um, there is another top line headline here, Barry, for the journalist in you. For the first time ever, I think that there might be a female headliner on the first line of every day. Mm. That's got to be a first.
3: Absolutely, it is. Because uh, for, for, for a fact, never
2: had for a festival's never had a female headliner. There's one on every single day that's this a great year.
3: Point. That's a great point. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. I, in fact, I think I ask you. You know me. My favorite is my morning jacket. I know a lot of people love Tame Impala, and there's Lizzo in front of them. Uh, but that I think you pointed out that get to the. That's the way it was supposed to be a year and a half ago, and that's the way they were gonna. Um, contracted to do it um i mean that's that's a curious first two lines for me
2: really Uh, yeah i I mean mean, it's a good
3: it's a great first two lines
2: so so where we so where we we love where we love friday last year right where friday was supposed to be the greatest day in the history of festival lineups right i think that's saturday this year i think that if i go through saturday um i feel almost as excited as i was about that friday uh that was supposed to be 2020 um, for me, I count Lizzo, Tame, My Morning Jacket, Isbell, Phoebe Bridgers, great ad by the way, uh, King Gizzard, The Super Jam. I mean, I'll even go Loop Daddy. Uh, I'll, I'll do some Loop Daddy. I have no problem with that. Wooly is so fun. Um, uh, so what am I? I almost Monday is almost Monday's about to blow up on the at uh, the alternative format. Tate McRae. Uh, so I mean, that's. that's I mean, I think seven found- already. We found Goose last year on oh, yeah, our Bonnaroolette, right?
3: Yeah, no, that's Goose,
2: right. Goose uh, was the, the streaming band that we fell in love the, with during the Bonnaroo stream. Yeah, they,
1: they played in the uh, virtual. Reality. Right, 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 that's right. Yeah,
2: yeah uh, so, so Saturday to me hits, it hits hard. Um, Thursday is a little light. Um, for a uh, festival that is going to get me there on Tuesday now, uh, Thursday seems to me like, um, eh, yeah, just we'll another to, Tuesday.
3: We'll have to come back to the whole Tuesday thing, but yeah, Briston Mar- Maroney's on there and
2: Larkin Poe. Big something I like a lot, but you know how I feel about the Grand Ole Opry. I yeah, just don't care.
3: I know. I just, and the rest of them, to be honest, I, I'm not familiar with, which is fine by me because that's, that's what the point. Thursday's.
2: Yeah. That's the point. That's the point of Thursday. Right. Um, and yeah. then, did you know, we lose, uh, did we lose the baby? You did not lose the baby. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, wait, wait. You might have lost the baby, but we gained a we, little. We baby. have
1: little baby. Okay. Well, you're <laughs> the expert of babies. Well, that's so, true. Bringing it up, okay. I see little baby. I don't see the baby.
2: <laughs> you know what? If you know anything about Lord Taco, he's good at uh, a few things. Two in particular. One, drinking PBR, and two identifying babies
3: nobody identifies so, babies better nobody than identifies
2: taco. babies like lord taco you need to know yeah. if it's a baby lord Taco's your guy <laughs> uh so you're gonna have to tell me if the baby and little baby
1: are the same person i'm putting you on this well i can't compare them if they if they're both not there it looks like we're <laughs> just getting a little baby not necessarily the baby <laughs> if you're a little baby does that make you feel
2: bad that you're not the baby because yeah, the baby when they wants like the to be baby. the baby. I right. want to be the baby. You
1: don't want to just be a little baby.
2: In fact, I might be the baby of this podcast. <laughs> so who would be the little baby of this podcast? So it'd be Taco? Are you the little baby to my da baby? I might be a little baby. All right. So uh, Sunday, uh, I actually I actually think is is pretty phenomenal. And, and uh, I know that uh, Sunday has gotten a little bit of heat. But to me, I I, I just think that Lana Del Rey is such a great show. You know how much I love Brittany Howard. I might only be seeing females on Sunday uh, because the addition of Julian Baker makes my heart scream. I am obsessed with Julian Baker. I've missed every show that has come through Atlanta and and Nashville uh, to a great, great disappointment. I'm so upset that I haven't seen her. I am in love with Julian Baker. Um, I know that I'm not, you know, gonna be her type, but I think that there's a romance there. I think that there's a connection with me and Julian Baker because we're both sad Daria girls.
3: Thanks. You better watch out for Brittany. She finds out your double time teaming oh, there. Be you tough. better be careful.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jamila Woods is phenomenal. Um, I, I just, I really, I love what they did on Sunday. I have no problem at all having the wrap-up to my festival being Lana Del Rey. Uh, if if yeah. Lana Del Rey on, on the what, I just have a feeling like Lana and Brittany are going to be right there at the same time. I mean, the conflict between Lana and Brittany, I, have a be- I just had this feeling like Brittany is your final which stage act, don't you?
3: Yeah, makes sense. Mm. Makes and then, sense.
2: Um, so with all that being said, so uh, let's uh, take a tour through all the things that we said last time on the show um just so that everybody's clear I was off by two days two days um, and I'll tell you exactly why I was off by two days and I can't believe I'm acknowledging this somebody in particular somebody in particular and I will keep their names silent but somebody in particular made me aware it was two weeks it was supposed to be two weeks I said ten days and I'm not going to go through why I said ten days but I'll just say I think I looked at the calendar wrong. Um, (laughs) (laughs) When when we did the podcast, I thought we were doing it on a different day. Um, And I was not willing to admit that uh, because, oh, God, whatever. But um, with all that being said, uh, two days. I was off by two days. Secondly, uh, the band that... we were hinting at that we had uh, had official confirmation on not only was Brittany, but also my morning jacket as being an ad. Uh, you could have figured that out. If you uh, were paying attention to the opening song, I think I tried to make that pretty clear. Um, but, but Barry loves my morning jacket. He loves my morning jacket more than anything in this world. So uh, Barry is going to be very happy about that. Uh, I heard probably three months ago, that the Foo Fighters were in, um, but I just, I didn't feel comfortable saying it out loud. Uh, I, these things felt so iffy and Foo Fighters have been one of those bands that have uh, always seemed to make their way into the, 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 conversation. And I just wasn't totally sure, even though I, I damn near heard it from one of their people. I, I just didn't feel right about saying it. Um, and then finally um, I do have a little bit of a update. My morning jacket, you can probably, no, you, no, probably put it in ink uh, put every dime you have at Vegas, they are playing Witch stage after Tame and They're gonna be your witch stage closers um that night so uh more often than not we uh we seem to we seem to to get it at least close enough I think we got it a little close enough because well,
3: let's go uh, ahead and let's go ahead and uh, not to pick on you uh but but I think it's important uh you, I don't think you said it on the show, but you did tell me you thought tame was out um. And then what, do, what is it you think brought it back, brought them back? I think, they're living, bring,
2: I think they're living in LA now. Hmm. Uh, so I, I don't, don't know Detroit, for yeah. sure. I don't know for sure, but, um, and, and I will go to bat. I mean, look, I, I have no doubt in the world, uh, that three months ago they were out. No doubt. Three months ago they were out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that they, uh, I don't know. I can ask, I can ask, but I absolutely know that they were out. Um, and then things changed. Things yeah. changed.
3: Which... That uh, my morning jacket. Um, I, I agree. I could see them on the witch. I could see it one of those starting what midnightish and ending sometime when the sun starts coming up
2: or, oh, man. or my, my close guess, to it. My guess was. My guess was, you have Lizzo at nine, you have. You have uh, Tame Impala at eleven, and then you have my morning jacket starting around one fifteen. Yeah, and one thirty and going till three. Done.
3: T- yeah, till, like they did the first time I saw them, the four-hour show there. That yeah,
2: and yeah. I is- I don't know if Bonnaroo has an appetite for four-hour shows anymore. We talked about that before. I mean, the set lengths have gotten. It felt like they've gotten shorter. Uh, we were corrected that they weren't, but it does feel like there is there is not an appetite for those big, long, stretching sets anymore. Right. Now that will be put to the test with Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters will go for as long as they humanly can and I hope to God they do. Now, you can be a Foo Fighters hater all you want to, but I have I've got a couple of things about this. One, uh, outside of Jack White, and I know Jack White is polarizing, but there is not somebody better for rock music than Dave Grohl. He is the best ambassador that we have. Agreed. He is he is so good for the for the genre and, you know, he's the he's the he's the grand poobah of of rock music at this point. It's he's like I, is that earlier. That. He,
3: he gets it. I yeah, mean, he, it. he can hang with Paul McCartney. He can hang with Jack white. He can hang with, uh, he can
2: have Britney up on stage, Britney, anybody. Yeah.
3: Um, he, he is he the, the guy, he's he the
2: glue. He's the glue that keeps the entire rock thing together. And you may not like his music. And frankly, I run a radio station. that plays a lot of Foo Fighters. I don't like the Foo Fighters all that much, but let me tell you going to that show at the Metro in Chicago during Lollapalooza weekend, That was one of the greatest shows I've ever seen in my life. I'm not a big Bruce Springsteen fan, but I love that Bruce Springsteen show at Bonnaroo. That Foo Fighter show at the Metro was four hours. Mm -hmm. They did nothing but an hour of Rolling Stones songs, and the drummer comes out and sings an hour worth of Rolling Stone songs while Dave Grohl plays drums. It's just so good. Yeah, it's It's great. So good. Uh, Don't you
3: ask. Speaking of the, and I hadn't thought about it till you just said it, but the uh, idea that they're doing sh- shorter shows, we were told that was at the request of the artist Not in really. most case. In in addition to the fact that we were just wrong, that it wasn't true.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, but I know we have seen far fewer of those sort of long lengthy jam shows at Bonnaroo, but these, yeah, guys, I mean, have been, fish, these fish, guys have fish been, these guys
2: have been, Yeah. Aside. these
3: these guys have been, you know, in their houses for a year and a half too. Do you, do you think they come out, um, uh, um, ready to play? Play longer. Um,
2: if you're the Foo Fighters, you do. I mean, I, I think, think well, that, my I morning think they're
3: jacket too. I think they're I always think ready. So. I
2: think yeah. they're always ready. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, I I'm trying to look and see. You, you know, Lizzo and then Tame Impala is one big block, right? From nine till you know, I don't know, midnight. I can see the Foo Fighters pulling off two and a half hours easy from 9 to 11.30 on Friday night. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to come behind them on the witch, or the wet stage. Um, Megan the Stallion, I, 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 something tells me, and I don't have any information about this, but something tells me that is not a lead into the Foo Fighters. Something tells me that that is a witch stage before the Foo Fighters, right? Yeah. So yep. um, who would go in front of the Foo Fighters? I don't know, but I'll tell you who I hope it is. I hope it's Janelle Monet.
3: That's where I get because I'm looking right
2: at it. You guys are sleeping on Janelle Monet. That was her. damn near one of my favorite Bonnaroo shows I've ever seen. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was, I know it was the afternoon, but it yeah, was, it was it in the was early evening. It was one in the evening hot sun. And she absolutely wrecked to a pretty sparse audience. I just remember it not being very full. And she didn't care. She exploded. Uh, that yeah. stage was on, I mean, it, it, there were like 40 people on stage, it yeah, felt all like. all dressed
3: in white from head to toe. It but, was brilliant. Remember the guy wheeled her out on the two-wheeler, the yeah. dolly?
2: <laughs> it was brilliant. It was yeah. so fun. And at that time, it was just like, Janelle was one of these artists, like, yeah, I know her. I sort of like her. But it was before, you know, uh, the, the the album that really hit two year, three years ago. I, I'm just so in love with her. Um, you're going to hear me wax poetic about Janelle Monae way too much over the next couple of months. I've been uh, a
3: huge fan for years now and she's, I mean her acting career. So the name should be a lot more familiar to more people, mm-hmm. but if you haven't seen her show, it's um, I mean, when she was a Prince prodigy at one point, that's was right. she not? Yeah, that's
2: right. That's so right. there's
3: elements of everything is choreographed. Everything is very well thought out. Yeah. That's the a music that's, is that's great.
2: That's that's the word. It's thought out. It's yeah. very, very well thought out. Yeah, she's very particular about those kind of details. You know, I'm looking at this. I tell you, I know. I bet you, I know who the witch closer is on Friday. It's Glass Animals. Uh, mm-hmm. Glass Animals have had a massive year, uh, and they just seem to fit late night, big production sort of that you know Tame Impala slot from a few years ago after LCD. Um, I can see Glass Animals making a lot of sense at midnight on the witch stage.
3: Yeah. Back to your original question. Am I as excited? I still think this is a really, really good lineup. I do. Too. I'm still I very excited. Too. I just, that when we saw that one last, excuse me, last January, it was such a mind blowing That's right. thing, that, that's you know, right. um, but I still think this is very good. And I agree totally with you. Um, Saturday's replaced Friday. Um, as far as the, all day long, better rest up, you know, be prepared.
2: Well, you know, I, I mean, we're going to go through this, you know, line by line throughout the rest of the, in the next few months. But, you know, we've got an undercard that is not just strong, but it's full of potential for us to find something really interesting. You know, we um, the whole reason why we started this podcast was to get into some of these get into the weeds of some of these bands that we've never heard of and just talk about them and figure out if, if we like them. But, you know, yeah, I think the undercard's really strong, but it's also got a ton of stuff that I've I've never heard of and I really yeah. want to start playing with.
3: Absolutely. that's To me, that's the fun part, um, and I can't believe we've gone this far, and I, it's, you know, Brad a laugh, but Taco and I are thrilled. Turquoise is back. You know, <laughs> we, I was worried we know about the losing that one. <laughs> what yeah, makes
2: you know, think you're going to lose that? What else do they have to do?
3: Well, the the Jerry Harrison and uh, and uh, Adrian Blue thing. Who knows what their schedules are? Those guys are studio all the time. So, yes, there are uh, there's an unbelievable combination. Foo Fighters is a for me. I've never seen them, so that's Mm -hmm. a you know a bucket list one, if you will.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. Uh, Lizzo. I mean, just go back and listen to what brad had said about lizzo before we don't we will repeat it again later but mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to that show just as i was looking forward to miley so again i keep going back to that mm-hmm. um is i love you know
2: it I, I, know, I know i know i love of, i love jason isabel but are you going to see a jason isabel show at this point it'll be a walk by We've seen sure. a lot of Jason Iswell shows. Yeah, but he's so good. He's so good. I mean, um, he, that's the I I have a feeling that Jason is going to be a wet stage act at this point. I think, you know, he's got every afternoon like yeah, a like he, he's got every bit of Sturgill Simpson in him. Yeah. It just feels like the same sort of Sturgill Simpson uh, timeline. I that's I want you to I want you to go see Phoebe Bridgers and I want you to go see Julian Baker mainly because they're both going to be on stage with each other at some point and I've got I mean, Lucy Dacus lives in Nashville, so there is absolutely, in in my mind, zero percent chance you don't get those three on stage um doing some of that album. Zero uh, percent chance. Zero percent chance that doesn't happen.
3: Only because it's new. Is it worth? Who are the ones you? Who are the others that you're disappointed or off? Nineteen seventy-five uh, probably um, comes to mind. You know, I, I don't know how much we want to dwell on what could have been, but
2: I look. I had a. I sent a, a lovely care package to the um, to the Ham family, uh, full of 1975 merchandise. Um, mainly because it's just not for me. Not
3: for you. Uh, okay. Just <laughs> not
2: for me. Um, I'm glad that they the kids the the Ham kids love it. But um, that is for them. That is for them. Uh, Taco, you've got the list of of bands that the the ones that we lost versus the ones that we gained. I, I haven't gone through the math, but, you know, when I was told that there's at least 60% carryover, I mean, I, that number seems right, doesn't it?
1: It feels right. Yeah, okay. at least, if not more.
2: Now, we, know we, we know that we lost Tool. Yeah. Um, we know that we've lost Miley. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Megan the Stallion was on the lineup, but she was three lines down, wasn't she?
1: Oh, yeah, she was not top billing.
2: Yeah, e- except that she's had you know as big of a year as Lizzo had last year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. All right. So who are uh, some of the other ones that we lost?
1: We we lost EOB, which really sucks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we knew that one was yeah. gonna happen. Yeah. But uh, oysterhead, you mentioned. Yeah, we lost oysterhead. That's to me. That's that's yeah. Vampire Weekend. Uh. Yeah. And still woozy. We lost still woozy. I love still woozy. Oh, yeah. That's too bad. Oh, we lost Yola. That's a that's that one hurts.
2: Uh, but you yeah. you lose Yolo, but you gain a Julian Baker. Uh, I love Yolo. I, I'm actually surprised that Yolo is not going to make it because for some reason I've thought that she lived in Nashville. I might be wrong about that. Maybe it's because she her album was produced by um, Dan Arbach, But I thought that she lived in Nashville. I might be wrong. But I, that that one hurts because I really love Yolo. But again, you know, yeah. back to back to you know Yolo's moment was last year when she was nominated for Best New Artist. So you know when you lose that cycle and we've talked mm. about this on the show when you lose the appropriate cycle maybe it's best and the bookers have said it maybe it's best to, to to take a step back not use 2021 uh and and repurpose and repackage for 2022
3: well that's a great point i mean it is march almost april uh when this i mean of 2021 it's not 2020 mm. so it's not like everybody just hit pause, you know, you can do probably more harm if it's not the right time than if it is. So I think that's a great point. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we talked about and with having uh, John and Allie on the, you know, the booking agents, there is a timing, there is a plan right. and it's, it's very much um, planned. I mean, it's done to be redundant, but yeah, they think about these sorts of things. There's a yeah, timing they- element.
2: And if Yolo's going to be the kind of artist that we think that she's going to be, you know, just doing a Bonnaroo set doesn't really fit in to an overall strategy to make her, you know, the artist that she wants to be. Um, You know, the other one that we lost, and rightfully so, too rightfully so, Bass Nectar and and Morgan Wallen, uh, Bass Nectar, boy, you know. Yeah. not to get into the weeds on this, but my God, have I heard just absolute horror stories about this dude. Uh, Forget all the, you know, the stuff that he's having to deal with and what's been accused of and and all those things that he's, you know, um, just as a human being, he sounds like a rotten person. (laughs) He just sounds like the... Anyway, um, I I wasn't a big fan. Anyway, I know that Barry was was heartbroken that, that... All that sort of, you know, fell apart for him. You're a big Nectar fan.
3: Well, I'm heartbroken that he would be that way, period. Any human being would be. But yes, I did like uh, his music, uh, some of it. Uh, Mm -hmm. I like some of it a lot. I didn't like all of it. So uh, there's really only a few things that I'd listen to. But yeah, that was, uh, anyway.
2: But to the broader point, we lost a lot of EDM. Pierce we lost, though doesn't it? a ton of EDM. Yeah, and... we got.
3: I sh- should point out we got the official announcement this morning. Uh, I'm pretty sure we were first. Not that it matters, because what came out yesterday is what everybody wants to know—the lineup. I mean, it does matter, and I'm glad to have gotten it. But I'm saying there's not a not not a lot of really new information, other than it confirms some of what yesterday is. Uh, I- I'm interested. It all reads, and looks like what we've gotten in the past. So all the questions we've been having of, you know, how will this be different? Will it be different at this point? Doesn't appear so other than the when you can the parking issue, which I guess we we'll get to in, in a minute. But uh, yeah, the EDM, um, I'm curious to see still how the EDM uh, will will go and how they're going to handle crowd traffic. I'm wondering if they're not. You know, like on Saturday, especially they would sort of shut down everything else and pile everybody into one. I'm I'm wondering if they're not going to try to yeah. thin things out somewhat more by having well, shows all over.
2: Well, let's not. Uh, I'll get to that in a second, but I want to go back to the EDM thing just real quickly because one of the things that, that might have gotten lost in all of this announcement is is their plan for the other. Now, uh, if you read really closely between the lines. Bonnaroo's beloved home for electronic music will now see all-night performances and DJ sets through Sunrise each day, along with spectacular new lighting, lasers, and surprises galore. You know what that sounds like to me? Sounds like Calliope. Uh, <laughs> I don't know so. what
3: that is. Do you? Oh, sounds
1: like funny. what? I don't know oh, yeah. what that word is. I live, I live
2: in New Orleans. Like, the word is now Isn't Calliope. that a street? Man,
3: that's a street in New Orleans. How are they, they gonna move
2: the hill and it's Calliope? Okay. <laughs> you mean the
3: Calliope case. stage? Uh, okay.
1: Oh the Calliope stage.
3: Yeah, I know. Oh, that. No, yeah. My, I think, so yeah, okay. my
2: my bet <clears> is um, you know, they're just they, they've removed they removed the, the calliope and just made it the other at this point. Um, and they think that the EDM person is going to not really care the difference. Am I am I trying am I going too far with that?
3: Maybe not I'm sorry i'm I'm reading the other thing about jam track, uh, some of the other changes, but uh uh, probably not, probably not, but I think it's again part of I mean, they're reconfiguring the whole back area camping area, right? So we knew the Calliope stage was going essentially away,
1: oh well, yeah, and yeah. or
3: combining with maybe the other. so that's probably maybe that's what we're we're talking about it Well i becomes, wonder
2: I wonder if that it's a it's a change of convenience or is a change of necessity? Do they, did they change this and make the other, um, basically an all night DJ set because they lost all their EDM acts? Um, and, or did they do it because, you know, they just didn't need to. They, they, right. Because
3: cut. Calliope and other were sort of redundant.
2: Uh, yeah, exactly. And they
3: needed, they wanted that space for more VIP camping.
2: Now I will we'll say, say that's
3: probably the case.
2: Well, the other thing too that I'll, you know, I, and again, I I don't have any information about this, but if you look at all the other festivals that are happening in the fall, it, electronic music has completely taken over most every festival in the country, damn near the world. The, the idea that you can just pluck whatever EDM artist that you want to and drop it on the Bonnaroo lineup is is fine and dandy in June, but when you have I don't know. Thirty other festivals vying for this type of artist. Um, you know, the the their choices become a lot slimmer. Bonnaroo's, right? So maybe the available artists were not were just not there because of competition. Um, I would love to know who they lost, not just because of COVID, but who they lost based on competition. You know, if you start seeing um, insert artists here that was lost on the on, on the Bonnaroo lineup on somebody else's lineup, I wonder if that's the reason.
3: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Did you have a chance to look at all these other changes?
2: All right, I'm so let's, all over the place. That's fine. Let's start. About. Let's start with. Uh, let's start with Jam Track. That was announced uh, in in the in the Domino Week. Uh, I'll just call it the Domino Week, the week where we all says. I'm not giving us a lot of credit here. Let me make that clear. But it did feel like the podcast that we put out last. It felt like everything afterwards not because of the podcast, let me make that clear, but everything afterwards from then until now has felt at a just sh- rapid fire pace. No question. I feel like every time I turn around, there's more Bonnaroo news from that Thursday on.
3: Yeah, I agree. And I think yesterday was a great example. Um, uh, man, when that thing dropped, what was it? 11, or so. I mean, it was everywhere. Yeah. Uh, people were excited about it. it it's, you know, obviously it's it's Christmas for, for Bonnaroo fans, fans like us. But yeah, yes, so jam tracks. They announced it's uh, a taxi
2: service. It's, it's a, taxi a ta-
3: free free shuttle taxi service. And uh, for but, and that's a big deal, especially because of their you know parking, uh, that you know this issue of coming in on Tuesday and Wednesday.
1: How oh, uh, I get Amtrak. it, it's like Amtrak. But yeah, i like jam- my
2: man, oh, I get it. Jam- I I, I love I love how. Um, I mean, how many times did somebody buy a twenty dollar ride to Centroe because they just couldn't walk it anymore?
3: A bunch. how many
2: times? yeah,
3: a bunch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a long haul. Um, also new uh, it uh, new to me uh, they've had uh, they've had a shuttle from Nashville and now they're gonna have shuttles from Chattanooga a couple times a day. So the day the day campers
2: very. I just got a great there. idea. I just got a great idea. What if on Thursday we Take over one of the jam tracks, and we are the taxi driver. Will oh, let us be one of the taxi drivers for that for would a, be fun for a few just hours?
3: To talk to people, come where they're coming from. I would love from? that. That's a great idea.
2: I would that's, love that.
3: Yeah, that's fine. All
2: right,
3: that's fun. uh Plazas, obviously, uh, some changes to the plazas, just like upgrades, what? restrooms, medical, yeah. Wi-Fi. Uh, oh yeah,
2: and and Haley Williams is back. Okay. Yep. Yeah, Haley Williams yep. Yep. is back yep. for the Sanctuary of Self-Love.
3: And uh, the stage improvements, we've hinted. Uh, I know Jeff Cuellar hinted at that. Uh, he told us about the parking, uh, the getting people in and out, but also some of the stage improvements. So um, looking forward to seeing what they do there.
2: Yeah, the biggest so, thing, though, the, you're, you're, you're burying the lead here, Barry. You know what the lead is. The biggest change of 2021 is no PBR.
1: <laughs> I, know it. I was going to mention that. Is that some kind of sick joke that Corona is the beer sponsor and not PBR? I mean, it's
2: it's brilliant for Corona. I mean, it's brilliant. Um, but this is a this is this is a sad day. This is a tough tough loss for uh for our old buddy Lord Taco
1: who I, I'm I'm gonna have a talk with PBR about this. it's <laughs> their 69th follow. you yeah. it's 69th follow. Yeah, you're, I'm, you're I'm, essentially I'm, a board member.
3: You hold really Sway. Nice.
2: Yeah.
1: You hold yeah.
3: Sway. Yeah. I gonna, have shares. <laughs> I'm going to guess you'll have your cooler full. You'll you'll be okay.
1: EBR will still be there. I can promise you that. <laughs> no kidding. With your new hat. I got a new hat. That's right. Um, all right. So, uh,
2: okay. Uh, I want to go back through the lineup. Those those are the changes. Those are some of the things that they announced uh, that were coming along with the festival. Also, uh, new, I, I, let
3: me mention, and, and then I'll have an update uh, with it. Uh, They're still trying to figure it out, but it'll mean something to a lot of people. This uh, what is it NFT? uh, Their art program, you know, the art program there at Mm Bonnaroo. To a lot of people, is really cool. Posters. I know you get a poster every year, don't you, Brad? Or a couple of them.
2: Um, Um, I get yeah, and I don't get a Bonnaroo poster, but I get you you know artist artist posters. Yeah.
3: So you know they've had the RFID with the wristbands, and Mm -hmm. this year they're going to have the uh, NFT NFT. Uh, a collection for the poster lineup. So
2: So I the do want to the big deal. I'm 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 working on this and I haven't told you guys this, but I, I want to talk to an NFT expert, somebody who knows what the hell these things are, somebody who's in, in it, because I don't get it. And well, I have I, spent day I have spent so much time reading all of this nonsense and I still don't understand it.
3: I don't quite either. In fact, uh, when I got the press release this morning, I had to admit that I don't know what NFT is. <laughs> that it, it was a band. Well, I knew yeah. it was not <laughs> Love I'm NFT. Really, I just had never heard the initial. <laughs> and, uh, you know, well, and you know, he said, "Well, this is huge. It's everywhere." And I said, oh, "Look, it, I have one dollar bill in my wallet. I don't. Yeah. I don't do a lot of cyber well, buying."
2: Have, so <laughs> this all this all sort of became a thing when when Kings of Leon put out their album and they were willing to sell the album and all the things that came along with it via NFTs. And, you know, you, you had the Rolling Stones of the world asking questions like, is this going to change the entire structure of how artists get paid? Um, and, you know, I was reading an article one time, I don't know who wrote it, but it was, and again, you're talking to somebody who doesn't understand NFTs, but, you know, an artist can make a ton more of more money through these than they would a normal um, record deal. And it's got... You know, the record industry, I gotta imagine they're paying close attention to it. If they're not afraid of them, then they're probably at least paying attention to them because it's gonna change. It has the possibility of changing Mm. how any artist becomes Billie Eilish anymore, right? Mm. Billie Eilish may not need a record label anymore. Because she can make as much money on her own with through nfts than than she ever would. a uh, distribution model model. I don't
1: know. see so this is these are the kind yeah. of things that I just don't know, but i'm I'm highly uh, fascinated. All, all it is it, it's a way of assigning ownership to someone of a digital asset. Like I could make a copy of something and give it to you. You have it. but there's only one way to track that it's owned by one person, and I can sell it to you. And the chain of people it's been sold to, they all make money through that chain. So, like, if I sell it to you and I bought it from Barry, Barry makes money, a little bit of money off the sale to you. So it's just it's just bragging rights. It's a way to say that uh, I'm already lost. I own this.
2: I'm already lost. I mean, you know what I hear when I hear you say that? I hear Star Trek. Uh, I hear a resource-based economy that we're basically just trading resources yeah. for. Uh, I, I just I don't get it. I, I I hear what you just said, Taco. None of that made any sense to me.
3: Yeah, I heard uh, the other, last week. I guess uh, I didn't know it was called an NFT, um, but people were buying memes, which, you know, okay, yeah. Why do you? Yeah, why same what, same idea. Why have ownership of a meme that everyone can see.
1: I don't know.
2: Well, wait a second, Taco. You just said same idea. What, what do you mean? Well, who's buying
1: memes? Well, I mean, it could be anything digital. It, mm-hmm. it could be a picture. It could be a song. Any anything that normally could just be copied, now you can have ownership of it. But what do you That's need ownership of a meme for?
2: So Bragging, you, can
1: right? some, you can sue somebody. sue somebody if they post it on a website. Well, it's just like why do people own you know priceless art? You know because it's. It's there's the rarity there's scarcity people like to say they have a one-of-a-kind thing or you know one of 200 or whatever and you know they so some you're people telling buy me.
2: them so you're hold telling me to it. Yeah. i can put down a few hundred dollars and own ain't nobody get time for that
1: <laughs> if yeah if somebody claims it and says you know this is this is mine i could i could draw something and put it up and sell it for a dollar you know Wow. But people like okay. to buy them and hold on to them thinking that it's going to increase in value. Yeah. So if you buy something that you know Miley Cyrus drew or whatever, maybe that will go up in value. Then you can sell it and double your money. And then everybody that owned it before, including Miley, would make money off that. So that's how people are excited about a new way to mm-hmm. make money off this stuff is no, they but, can just put out NFTs. But
2: that does or doesn't have anything to do with the Bitcoin.
1: It doesn't. Uh, it's the same idea. Like you own a certain amount of Bitcoin. Well, they use the same method to track who owns which Bitcoin. Now mm-hmm. they're just saying instead of a Bitcoin, it's a it's another digital piece of yeah. And in this case,
3: it'll be a uh, the Bonnaroo poster,
1: so you right. can bid right. on right. it and own and, own, own. and maybe Bonnaroo releases 200 NFTs, and you know you want to be one of the only 200 people in the world, essentially, that quote unquote own the poster, even though anyone could download it, print it out, whatever.
2: Man, I. I... I'm having like a VCR moment.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's part of what makes it, in, you know, exciting to a lot of people is, it's just a new, it's just a new way to, to, to yeah. brag, you know, a yeah. new way to say and you and that you're you. out front yeah. on it.
2: They're the first to, yeah. to have it. So I hear you. I just, that's, that's a lot of flying car stuff to me. Um, <laughs> which good. Okay. Um, I want to go, I want to just really quick. Um, is there an artist on here that you can say that you absolutely will not miss? Is there an, is there a, uh, your sleeper and you're absolutely not going to miss. Do you have one yet?
3: Well, yeah, you know who mine won't miss is okay.
2: other than the obvious. Cause mine's going to be Brittany. Yours going to be my morning jacket. Yeah. So eliminate those two for a second. Who's your, who's your can't miss
3: Ooh. taco. You have an answer already. Deftones. Yeah
1: yeah i'm not gonna say sense. why but I, I will not miss that show yeah that sounds sense. great sleeper maybe john baptiste you know he kind of popped Batiste up is like, fun oh, well,
2: yeah john Bat- and, I, fun. and i'm actually surprised that john baptiste
1: is not doing some sort of
2: version of a super jam um, oh i know would, that'd be great he'd be yeah. perfect yeah. as a super jam yeah. host yeah um, I'm still sort of confused about what the Sylvanesso project is. I know that, that there is a um, really good documentary about it, and I know the people that have uh, experienced part of it really like it. Um, it just sounds... It, it I, I just haven't really figured it out yet. Um, but then again, I, I've never been the biggest Super Jam fan anyway, and it does kind of make me wonder if they're... I know the Super Jam is their thing, but I wonder if they're trying to get a little bit out of the Super Jam.
3: You mean out of doing it? Yeah. Oh, maybe. I don't know.
2: Because John Batiste would be the perfect host. Yeah,
3: that, that I mean yeah, that's he what he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm I, gonna go probably with the turquoise thing and Larkin and Poe is my
2: That's my your sleeper. sleeper. And you really like them. I do. You're a right lot a fan. Uh, look, I, I don't mean to be—I don't mean to be too on the nose here, but just don't miss the Foo Fighters show. You know, yeah. just don't well, miss I it. I thought those
3: were obvious. You
2: yeah. think so? I don't think so. I think—I think they're going to get you know twenty percent of the the Bonnaroo population, that just says Foo Fighters suck. <laughs> um, I, I just don't think that you should miss it. it, it it's just All too right. much. It's too much of possibility of a moment. And, um, you know, Pearl Jam just didn't have those moments in the past where we thought there were going to be a moment. I'd be like Foo Fighters of any band that's going to be on stage of the entire headliners. They're the ones that have the opportunity of having a moment. You know, Run the Jewels might bring out Janelle Monae. Run the Jewels might er, bring out Lizzo, but Foo Fighters have the uh, the possibility of having that moment where everybody I'm like, wow, they're they could they literally could bring anybody. They could have anybody, anybody
3: and everybody. Bruce
2: Springsteen could could stop by and okay. say hi. There's it just it's too. It's just too big of a possibility. Well, and then
3: my. Tough, let me just. add This is a tougher question than I thought. Foo Fighters, Janelle, Lizzo. Those are all. I'm not going to miss. Somehow, yeah. some way.
2: Yeah. Uh, yep. This is yep. a
3: tougher question than I originally thought.
2: Um, uh, I, my, my sleeper, uh, and I'm, I'm going to hold off on saying like, I, I think that you could, I might change my mind. I might uh, change too. my mind on this because, Every week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so true. Uh, I'm having a hard time with my sleeper because I don't feel like any of these are sleepers. Um, but I really, really like Jamila Woods. Um, and uh, I think that Julian Baker is just too on the nose. Uh, I won't be missing Julian Baker. Uh, I don't really have a sleeper sleeper that you couldn't already figure out is the problem, you know? <laughs> Yeah, um, it's maybe, it's gonna maybe it's going to be M.D. Mokter. Maybe it's going to be Imdu Mokter. So I can uh, <laughs> just say thank you for being uh, <laughs> such a pal. We might,
1: we might as well go to that show because that might be the last time he plays a bonobo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: oh, uh, he got unfortunately had to uh, had to cancel. We couldn't yeah. Uh, yeah. could not get him in today. Answer the phone. <laughs> yeah. You know, the other one that that nobody's I can't believe nobody's spoken of. Uh, Young the Giant. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly the reaction that I had. Well, and, you
3: know, our friend Daniel over at Rubus just loves Tame Impala. And I mean, I, I like it, like him, but um, not as much as he does. So th- it's there's quite a few uh, that incubus. Uh, there's a lot of walk bys on here for me, put it that way. There's a whole bunch of yeah. people that I want to lay eyes on and and see and check out.
1: Yeah, yeah I'll be i be mean, checking out uh, King Gizzard and uh, Uncle Acid. I mean, oh those yeah, two kind of a great show go ahead. That's gonna
2: be that's gonna be a, that gonna be a, a ghost great ghost. late night show. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Um, Goose again, uh, Goose. Lennon a, Stella. There's just uh, a bunch. Yeah, I mean, I I'm excited about getting into to these these bottom lines, man. Uh, I'm I, and I know that we're we've all got you know the Bonnaroo appetite, um, but to me, I, I don't know why, but it just feels like this was such an inevitability. I don't know if it's really hit me yet that it's going to happen. I just have always assumed that it was going to, so I never had this like broken up feeling. I never had this feeling like I just got broken up with by Bonnaroo, because I just yeah, I didn't. I never (laughs) felt that. I just knew that it was going to happen deep down. I guess so. I I I just I feel I feel like this is just like a, a continuation of what we just did back in January of last year you know it doesn't feel like anything has really ch- i don't know i don't know why i feel this way i know the world has changed but for me i, I just don't no
3: you know, i and i think that was a little different. bit of what i was getting at that as we got the release this morning there's not the huge giant bold disclaimer you know that one might expect
2: um oh man that's a great point there there is nothing in that release and correct me if i'm wrong about uh capacity limits about testing restrictions, about. Mm-hmm. Um you know vaccine passports
3: what i mean none of that yeah. it's like this is on let's go see you guys in september yeah
2: i i don't think that they're going to be adding any of those kind of things i just don't feel like there's going to be any of those stipulations uh, i could be wrong but i something about it just doesn't feel like you know they're going to walk in here and start you know demanding vaccine cards um i know there's a conversation you know, I think we all know there's a there's a pass a vaccine passport conversation happening right now. But I just I for some reason I just cannot envision come September, and I've said this on this show over and over and over. I just can't imagine come September any of us will be that worried about it. I don't know. Have have you gotten your shot yet, Barry?
3: Not yet, but it's wow. it's this week or next thing for sure. Uh, um, yeah, I got mine because, my, of, because yeah. of stuff like this. To be honest, I got
1: my first one last. Uh, Friday, Georgia but, opened up Thursday, yeah. and I got an appointment Friday.
2: I, I got my two. first one two weeks ago. Um, I liked it so much, I got all three. Um, so I tried <laughs> to bad. go back for seconds, they wouldn't allow no, I but but yeah, I mean, Louisiana is apparently leading the country in vaccine rates. We're, we're up to like 35% of the population's fully vaccinated. So, uh, and, and we're you know, we're in March,
3: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Uh, another 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 thing that's a little different about the announcement today is um, tickets go on sale today.
2: No kidding. They're on sale today.
3: Starting at one o'clock. How much of this
2: do you think was driven by the leak?
3: I asked that question specifically and got kind of a no comment. Um, I'm going to guess just based on how yesterday went that it probably pushed it up to a point where, you know, a, a time that they didn't, hadn't planned on. Now, whether it's a day, a half a day, a week, I don't know. I know that originally the plan was to announce that they were going to announce, you know, and when, mm-hmm. so that people would get ready and be around their computers. Um, so I, it, it clearly changed it, but I, I don't think it caught them completely, you know, unawares
2: i I, I, this is not me giving you news i'm just got some informed speculation okay um my informed speculation is that thursday was the lineup announcement date and yesterday was supposed to be the announcement of the announcement date and That's that's and that's where our guy got confused I think that's probably right. Our guy heard, we're ha- we're making the announcement of the announcement on Tuesday. Can you please social media this? And he probably just got a tad confused. But I'll tell you, um, we're having him on the show. Uh, we <laughs> better be reaching out to him and getting him on this show immediately. immediately. I mean,
3: it doesn't change a whole, whole lot. I You know, it, it obviously, change. you know, it... Um, It sure made for interesting internet viewing yesterday, and texting
2: and all that back and forth. But look, as as a PR person, you gotta imagine, you gotta love the fact that leaks happen like this. If a well orchestrated leak, and a well placed leak, hits at the right time, all you've done is build anticipation and and started the conversation a little bit early um, for an announcement like this. So. Look, when when it comes to stuff like this, I always think things are orchestrated. I always think that there is a reason why certain things happen. Yeah, you right. know, if it's a big, big, big product, I very rarely think that things just happen by accident, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, we all know the name Imdu Maktar now. We didn't <laughs> two days ago. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait.
2: I, I, th- there's a couple on here. So I just want to... Lick is back.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. You remember Lick? I do remember.
2: Yeah, Lick is back and uh and we got a, a new ad, Flow Millie. Flow
1: Millie. Yeah. Uh, we also got Troy Boy. That's a that's a new thing.
2: That's my name on Grinder. Can't
1: yeah, can't um, wait to see Troy Boy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. So so uh yeah, I, I have to imagine that the, the lineup was announced an going to be announced on Thursday, but um uh, the, the leak sort of changed all that. Uh anything else? No, I'm trying different. to think if there's any other news.
3: Um, no, stay I mean, tuned for to us. We yeah, have big we'll news have coming.
1: More shows coming out.
3: More so shows. What do you, what, what and do you big mean, news. Barry? What do you mean we have big news? Uh,
1: we we have uh,
3: some partnerships in the works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. There's a tease. I know it's uh, it's, it's bad to a, do
2: that. It's such a good teaser. It's such a good <laughs> teaser. I mean, if you want um, more, ahead, to do more, go ahead. You want to leak? We have a well placed leak. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> nah, we're excited. Um By I the way, I just quick, who do you think the special guest for Grand Ole Opry you're going to be? I hadn't even thought about it. Because because what happens, the question will be what will the ads be? What will, what will the next few months will get any ads as vaccines start getting distributed more as people start getting more comfortable, will bands start throwing their name on the lineup if they can get on it? Should um, I go
3: ahead and be first and say it's going to be Miley and and her godmother,
2: <laughs> Miley and Dolly? Highly <laughs> doubtful. <Can> <laughs> <I> <laughs> be highly <first>? doubtful. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, if it, like normally, typically, somebody asked me this on Twitter. Normally, typically, I would say that you know, ads just don't expect them. You know, they're just they just usually never work out. Whenever you're holding out hope for an ad, again, I'll go back to the biggest ad that's ever happened. Fun, fun was added at the last minute. Jimmy Buffett was another big one. Uh, was added at the last minute, just days before the the festival. And when Fun played uh, that uh, that tent, they had a number one single at the time. It's the only time it's ever happened in the history of Bonnaroo. Somebody played while they had a number one single. Megan the Stallion might change that. But you know uh, the 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 leaning on at, artists getting added to enhance a lineup for you usually wouldn't happen. But if it's going to happen. I would bet that it happens this year.
3: I was just thinking that. Yeah, because of the craziness. Um, people just want to play and they're probably going to be there'll probably be some people available that would not normally be available. It's true. So, maybe But then
2: but then again, you know, we call we talked talking to to the guys that book the festival. They don't have many slots available. Mm-mm. It's not like they have these things are pretty set in stone when they get a contract, and they get a deal done. They pretty much know, with all you know, eighty-five percent certainty, where these bands are going to go and what time they're going to play.
3: Yeah, agreed. But again, and not to you know, I, I don't mean this negatively, but things can happen. People can get sick. uh People can change.
2: Oh man, that's a great point. Who's you know, their backup? So Who's people, the backup? Yeah, Who's there's. Somebody? I would hope.
3: I hope there's yeah. a handful of bat people in a on a list. You know,
2: well, what, who, was, I, who was
3: the guy that? Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson. Remember, they said they got him because he answered his phone.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's gonna answer that phone now. Well, yeah. Look,
2: you know, the um, you know, VCU is my favorite college basketball team because I'm from Richmond. They got pulled out of the NCAA tournament right before the game started because they had a couple of positive COVID tests. Yeah. You know, what if something happens to one of these artists and they get they get pulled out and um, you know, they've got to have a backup again another great question for for the guys that booked the festival you know who can you call on a, uh, at the last minute um that can to make this happen that's uh, mm-hmm. I don't know not named jack johnson
3: yeah yeah I mean he was a great fill it was um um the band that the the drummer was got it? sick right it was, Mumford. It was Mumford Mumford yeah um yeah but terrible situation and jack stepped in and it was great but uh yeah that was funny they that we knew we could get him on the phone and he could be there. So that's that's the point you, you're making and I'm making. is They need to have somebody on that call list in uh, case something happens. So.
2: I wonder if Miley's one of those backups. Um, uh, too big on. of a show. Too big of come a show on. to just be dropped in. No, it's just a, a backup would be somebody that can travel with guitar and yeah. hold an audience. Yeah. Um, not somebody sure. that takes a big stage show. You know who would be a great backup, too in particular that live in Nashville? Uh, Jack White and Dan Arbok. Yeah, there you go. Black Keys could be a very nice backup, just in case. I mean, the Keys live in Nashville. They live, yep. you know, 10 minutes away. All right, yep. what else did we get to? Anything else at, uh, on lineup day? It I feels so. like a, a weird lineup day, does it not? Yeah, it is,
3: for sure. Um, in some ways and in other ways, it feels very normal.
2: Okay. All so. right, well, let's get uh, Madhu Mokhtar on the phone. I'm on it, <laughs> by the way. Can, can you work on that, Barry? I'm on it. Thanks, guys. All right, there you go. Uh, the What Podcast podcast. Which bands this year that matter? That's Lord Taco. That's Barry Quarter. I'm Brad. We'll uh, talk to you very soon. Thanks for listening. Love you, Bye. Bye-bye.
0: Hey, 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 hey. you Journey through the stories that define the artists playing Bonnaroo. Who are they? What are they? What will you see? The what? Which bands this year that matter? Yay. With Brad Steiner and Barry Quarter.